Well, renowned aid organization Gift of the Givers has called the African continent to support South Africa in its genocide case at the ICG, that is the International Court of Justice. The proceedings preliminary have, of course, already begun, but what we are anticipating the next uh, couple of days or so to see South Africa at the forefront uh, against and accusing the state of Israel, leveling charges against the state of Israel in relation to the atrocities committed in the Gaza Strip against the Palestinian population in general over the last 70 plus years, as well as the calling to the end of the siege of Gaza. Tens of thousands of people, including women and children, have been killed since Israel embarked on the war in Palestine. And this is, of course, the the latest events of October, not taking into consideration the years and years of brutality and occupation, decades of of occupation. According to the founder, the gift of the givers, Dr. Intia Suleiman, the legal minds involved among South Africa's very best, but their world-class skill is in fact in ingrained with the profound qualities of compassion, justice, empathy and humanity. And we welcome Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman online. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Imtiaz. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dr. Imtiaz, you describe this as no ordinary legal battle. Why using those choice words, Dr. Imtiaz? Well, nobody's ever taken Israel on. 75 years with their, their, you know, Zionist connections, they control world economies, they control governments, they control media, they control people, they control groups, they control universities, academic institutions, military enterprises, they control everything. And for 75 years, they've been unchecked. They would absolute arrogance do what they want, where they want, without anybody can tell them what to do. You know, and it, it's amazing that a country in the bottom part of Africa that manages to stand up that doesn't have the support of you know rich countries that that stands at big risk of being you know uh, financially attacked you know, from bigger countries from the north stood on a on a moral ground on on a principle stand stood up because they understand apartheid they understand injustice they understand you know how black people have been discriminated Palestinians call themselves non-white you know and they've seen the difficulty of of of, of humanity and on a moral ground they stood up it's a huge battle. To go and to the ICJ, you know, coming from South Africa, and you you don't have the open support of African countries. You don't have open support from European countries. Yes, you have support as a block from the OIC, but you have the do you have the support individually of every country in the OIC? No. So basically, you started off not knowing who is going to support you. You made up your mind. You're going to take whatever risk it is. You're going to take that risk, and you're going to go. You prepare the documents, and then the documents from all uh, uh, com- uh, comments from all sides say it's an incredible do- document. What what matters most is a comment from Professor Francis Boyle from Illinois University in the USA, who you know who was the first person in the world that took the Yugoslavia to court in the case of Bosnia on two occasions, and he won both those cases. And he is a commentator on the South African document, and I know his name because during the time of Bosnia, his name came up many times. And commenting on a document, he says, you know, this document is an incredible document and all the chances are that South Africa will win. So it's a Herculean case. You're not taking on Israel only. You're taking on the Western nations. You're taking on imperialism. You're taking on the support they have in the UN. You know, they have the support they have in Europe. They have support all over the world because of the bullying tactics. So you're going alone. But no other, yes, Turkey has said they're going to support you. Malaysia said they're going to support you. The OIC as a bloc said they're going to support you. But that came afterwards. You didn't know that before. Before you made the stand and said, whatever happens, happens. 
and we're going to face this and they've prepared well. So to me, it's a Herculean struggle. It's a big struggle, but they will succeed from, by, all, by, by all standards. Dr. Imtiaz, I mean, you also made this plea to Africa as a continent. Now, remember, Africa, of course, is not homogeneous. You've got the South, you've got Sub-Saharan, you've got East, you've got West, you've got the North as well. But nonetheless, it is a continent of one billion strong, uh, you know, people. And, and you've got a very vibrant young population here, a very developing population as well. That's also coming out of the clutches and the tyranny of colonialism. I mean, as recently as what, Zimbabwe, the 80s, South Africa the 1990s, the vestiges of colonialism still very much visible in our country, in other countries and parts of Africa as well. It's Africa's time to support South Africa who has taken this lead and make their mark on the world that any form of colonialism will not be tolerated and will be brought to the the, the international court for the purposes of attention and and results. It's, it's, It's more than that. You see, when I've traveled across the world during disaster interventions, we are looked at as second-grade citizens of the African continent. Nobody takes us seriously. When I got to Pakistan with my team in 2005, northern country NGOs were there. And they asked us, like, who are you guys? What have you come here for? So we said, we're from Africa. So I said, you're from Africa? Did you come with a begging bowl? Mm-hmm. What did you come here to ask for? You guys can't do anything you can't deliver. You only want things for free. That's the opinion of people about us. We have the opportunity on a moral high ground now to reverse that and to reclaim our dignity. That money doesn't matter. Resources don't matter. What matters is morality, values, ethics, and principles. And that's why people have been marching in cities all over the world. Not be, and they're standing against their governments. It's no more about money. It's no more about influence. It's, it's about what is right. And, so, and Africa's got that opportunity to stand up for what is right. Several years ago, in Malawi, I met a um, Malawi government official. He said he was a diplomat, and he went to a meeting in Europe. And that time he said there were not many of us in Africa, you know, uh, represented in Europe, but we went to this meeting. And he said there were not many African diplomats. And in the meeting, in three days, the word Africa or the name of an African country was not mentioned once. In the last farewell, farewell dinner, the, the African delegates were a few. They got a little brave and they asked the convener, um, you mentioned Africa. We didn't mention one of our countries once in the three days, but you mentioned everything else. And he said, why? He said, the answer he gave me, Africa is not relevant. Now, unless we make ourselves relevant, and unless we assert ourselves, and we get out of the clutches of colonialism, we're going to remain like this for the next 100 years. This is the time, as you said, the new generation, the new blood. We need to stand up and be proud of who we are. And our pride does not be on our resources. It must, it must be on the fact that we are morally strong, spiritually strong, and we are principled people. And while we're doing that, we need to change our own thinking in our own countries to make sure that the countries that we run, we fix the systems within our own countries also. So it's a parallel program. One, you speak out against the injustice, and the second, you fix the systems in your own country too.
Dr. Diaz, you of course uh, mentioned about the team themselves, a world-class team that's not just uh, you know skilled in their in their legislative uh, understanding of the case itself, but seem to be a team that's very much driven by genuine compassion, empathy, and the the the, the one to serve a greater cause. Your, your thoughts on that, Dr. Diaz? That's my own perception of them. I don't know any of them personally. I've never met them. I haven't seen them. You know, yes, I've heard of them. John Dugard and the others, you know, heard of them. But uh, Sarah Padifan Jones, apparently, her father is Professor Padifan, who used to be one of our lecturers at medical school. But I mean, I didn't know his daughter then. I knew him. And uh, Adila spoke to her last week. I don't really know her. You know, because I'm not in the legal field, I'm in the medical profession, you know, I specialize in disasters. So I've never met them. But for people to come up and to be counted, there has to be some kind of spiritual awakening within themselves. Because this is a tough case. And you're taking it on because you've got to have some kind of compassion. You've got to stand for justice because it's a huge task. And no honorable person is going to do this. You have to have feeling for an entire nation, for an entire group to do this. Yeah, and, and and remember, the whole world is standing behind you. I mean, the whole the whole country is not standing behind. The whole world is watching you, not necessarily standing behind you. And many people will want you to fail. And you're going to the court with hope that the world of the of the coalition of the good are going to stand behind you and make make your progress. But at the end of the day, as long as you do the right thing, whether you win or lose, doesn't matter. You stood up for the truth, and that's what counts. Finally, Dr. Imtiaz, I mean, you also stated that during the Gulf War in 91, much talk of a new world order. We've heard uh, Bush Senior, of course, speak about the new world order more than once. Africa happens to be that new world order in your thoughts, Dr. Imtiaz. It's our time. It's Africa's time. We've, you know, we've been subjugated to all kinds of hardship, colonialism, imperialism, internecine wars, divide and rule, fighting, injustice, rip of our resources being took from our continent. We're in disarray. It's our time. You know, the time has come where we can stand together as one block, fix our fights, our battles within ourselves, stand together, control our own resources, make the impact, develop our people, bring spirituality back in a big way, religion back in a big way, bring faith and spirituality back in a strong way because positivity and hope comes from those two elements. And as a, as a continent, we can do it. And it, where it stood out is when Nelly Pando spoke at the African Union and said, the Israeli representative cannot be represented here. And he was removed from, from that meeting. The representative was removed. So we can do what is right. We just need to, we need the new generation to come up more strongly and more powerfully, and we need existing leaders who are ethically mature, who follow values, who are spiritual, and decide. You know what? Are we going to do this for Africa, or are we going to be slaves of other nations for the rest of our lives? We need a mindset change. We need new thinking, and we need people who can make the difference, who have the initiative, who have the understanding and the knowledge, and who want to make the difference. And my belief is. We are that new world order, and Africa can do it. Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman, shukran jazakumullah khairan for joining us on Red Islam International. Once again, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman talking to us about his thoughts with regards to the uh, the ongoing, well, it is, of course, a current case, but the hearings and the proceedings will begin in, well, you could say a few hours' time, and that is at the International Court of Justice in The Hague. Uh, a number of cases have, in fact, been successfully heard. Successfully, when I say, of course, from a legal um, perspective, a worldly legal perspective, and that is the, uh, the, the case of genocide <coughs> against Serbia, uh, which... Uh, was heard a number of years ago. 